saving money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. This is a warning not to take the name of Narthax in vain. And by vain I mean looking in the mirror at your eyeliner too much. Or face the wrath of the Narthax! This episode of Nobody's Listening is brought to you by Draw You a Picture, where you can get just about anything drawn by me for pretty darn cheap. Check it out today, drawyourpicture.com. Also brought to you by gotomeeting.com and godaddy.com, where you can use the code podname121 to save money on your next domain name. Do it! I got a bad feeling about this. No! Nobody's listening, where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same. Hey, how you doing out there, podcast people? This is Nobody's Listening Podcast, episode 130 what? Six? Oh my goodness. Brought to you the week of February 1st, 2010. I'm your host. My name is James, and uh, we're glad that you're here. I'm glad to be here, but before I get too happy... The show would not be complete unless we invited in our co-hosts, and those co-hosts are two, and one of them is Trevor from America's Hat. Welcome back to the show, Trev. Thanks, James. Thanks for keeping inviting me back. No problem. It's it's the least I can do, and I mean that. But I'm bummed. It's the very, <laughs> very, the very, very least I can do. And uh, also, uh, John Steinklobber is with us from uh, Deep Within Canada's Pants. Welcome back to the show, John. Hey, thanks for having me back, and uh, the check is in the mail. Okay, excellent. I like you the most, and that's why. Hey, uh, ah. we, we always start the show with an opening story. Um, this time, it's very, very short. Jocelyn says this, Dear James and Trevor and John. Oh, by the way, her her subject line in the email was, LOL, creepy, with lots of <laughs> exclamation points. Dear James, Trevor, and John, there is something creepy that recently happened. I was out to dinner with my family recently, and guess what? <gasps> Exclamation points. What? There was a dude who looked exactly like John who was staring at me. <laughs> yeah, so it was sort of uncomfortable with him watching me eat and thinking how he looked exactly like John. John? Wait, it may have been me because I stare at a lot of people. <laughs> I know. You, you used to do that in high school. It really made my mom uncomfortable. Well, until she decided uh, she really liked you a lot. You stop have, it now. You, you could have been stop. my stepdad. <laughs> <laughs> That's wrong on even more levels than I can imagine. It's all right. I'll marry your mom. You marry mine. We'll be brothers and daddies. <laughs> I think there's a song that tug. Uh, yeah, but I'm keeping it on the clean side. Okay. Where, where married people just kiss. Anyway, okay. no, we got a real opening story, and it's a it's an awesome one from from, from <laughs> John throws up from the firefighter. This is from a firefighter, people. So seriously, cool. hey guys, I'm a firefighter with one of the largest larger departments in Texas. 
One of the first right. things you do, uh, one of the first things you learn at the station uh, is that if you have to go to the bathroom, you better go. You got to love a fireman with a uh, potty joke. I mean, a potty story. That's, that's the best. Okay, here we go. So you never know when you will be called out and not have access to any facilities. Uh, one shift around 3 a.m., we were called out to a structure fire. So we rolled out of bed and got going as quick as we could. We arrived on scene at a vacant home with a fire in the attic. The fire is quickly extinguished. We began to overhaul the place to make sure there are no hot spots. It's still very dark and uh, a little smoky inside. And the only light I have is a flashlight attached to my helmet. See, that's so cool. He has a helmet with a flashlight on it. That is just so rad. Yeah. Oh, my inner eight-year-old is just going like, yeah, dude, that's so cool. So um, as I'm going <laughs> as I'm going room to room, I open a door to a bathroom. I catch a glimpse of movement inside. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, so I move so the light from my helmet will shine in the room. Suddenly I hear, firehouse chili never agrees with me. Can you find me some toilet paper? <laughs> it's this. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's then that I realized that a member of another crew had gone to the bathroom in this burned out house. <laughs> well, fire's out. Use it. <laughs> fire's only just started. Um, he says, I decided to make, yeah, so he decided to make use of the facilities. He's sitting on the toilet with his fire pants down around his ankle. See, my inner eight-year-old just went, bleh. So... <laughs> I didn't know they had fire pants. Um, I'll tell. I tell him that he's on his own with that one, and then I head outside to let the hose crew know that there's a large hot spot in the back bathroom. <laughs> No way. <laughs> the hose crew. That's so awesome. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Love the show, Mike, in Texas. Texas, man. That's awesome, Mike. Thank you so much. It's awesome. Oh, <laughs> There's a large hot spot. <laughs> you don't need some toilet paper, but I'll help you clean up. Here, we'll give you a fire. Hose them down. It's a fireman's bidet. That's what it is, boy. I tell you <laughs> what. It will clean you up. Uh, Mythbuster style. Speaking of Mythbuster style, go-to meeting is awesome. Picture this. You're on the phone with a client, a colleague, trying to explain something visual, a PowerPoint, a website. It's like trying to describe how to send an email to your mom or that scene in uh, in uh, Meatballs. What was it called? Uh, Cloudy with Meatballs, where he's trying to tell his dad how to send a, an, an attachment. Yeah. It's frustrating. They can't see what you're talking about. The solution is that if they if you can invite them to an online meeting, you can, and you can do that through GoToMeeting. They can see your desktop computer right there on their computer screen. You can actually show them what you're talking about and take seconds instead of hours. Use I use GoToMeeting all the time to collaborate with colleagues and clients, and you can try GoToMeeting free for 30 days, but you must visit GoToMeeting slash podcast. That's GoToMeeting.com slash podcast for a free 30-day trial. Also, show is brought to you today by Dean Piercy, Keith Techlets, and Ashley Quigg. Quigg? I don't want to say your name wrong, but I... I think it's Quig. So thank you for your continued support. If you'd like to support an episode of Nobody's Listening, it's easy, and all the cool kids are doing it. Go to NLCast.com and click on um, Donate. That would be awesome. So that's right. If you can't, give us a donation and donate. Send us a donut. Hey, did Korea Korea sponsor the show? Korea, I don't like to talk about that. We don't bring it up Sorry. when people don't sponsor. Oh, my bad. <laughs> it's just I didn't know, you know. Yeah, but 
Imagine if you're a Creo listening to the show right now, and then all of a sudden realized <laughs> that you were letting down thousands of people. How would you feel? Thousands. I mean, I'd yeah. feel bad personally. Yeah. So I don't know. Anyway, it's time for this. Let's do it. Weekly. You shut your mouth. Okay, we can do that. And boy, Update. do we have some winners this time. I don't know about y'all, but I do. Okay. Oh, man. First of all, I'm in a new job, and um, there's this young guy there. His name is Matt. He spells Matt with one T. So you already know hey, he's mate. a little odd. Okay, a little odd guy. Mm. He's he's very small and fat, and um, I don't say that truthfully because he's actually taller than me and a lot skinnier. But I just wanted to make him fat and short. But anyway, oh. he comes up to me <laughs> and he's like, "Lean." It's Sunday morning or something, and he says, "Dude." Did you prank my coffee pots up in the singles? I'm like, what? <laughs> did, did, he says, did you prank my coffee pots? I'm like, dude, I don't prank. I don't ever prank. I don't prank. And he's like, for real, Mo, somebody, somebody, you didn't do that for real. And I'm like, no. And he says, okay, because somebody, you didn't put red and blue food coloring in my coffee pots so that when I made <laughs> coffee, the water would come out red and blue. I'm like, no, I don't prank. I'm, I'm for real. I don't know how else to say it. He goes, okay, well, I'm really sorry about your office. <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like what because i've already been in there but i didn't pay attention dude homeboy had taken every bit of buzz lightyear stuff out of my office and put it in his office oh and i would have been well, really upset except that first of all they didn't break anything and second his office looked really good it really looked good <laughs> all that buzz stuff in there so looked like your office didn't it yeah and so <laughs> we put everything back and you know i'm like ah oh. Like, for real, you didn't do that. And everybody had done it. Everybody had helped prank me. And um, I didn't even do it. So, and and now he's already gotten his, you know, comeuppance out or whatever you want to call that. He he got his frustration out on me. So now the whoever did it, they get off free. I feel like the fugitive. Oh. It's the one-armed man that did this. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's wrong. So anyway. That's, the, that's messed. The other thing that happened that, that beats that and makes it look like stupid is uh, my daughter, Jenna, she was sick this week. She had four oh. immunization shots in her leg, bless her heart. Yeah. And and she started getting some symptoms, you know. Sometimes when you get that many, it just happens. Uh, you know, kids are immunized against chicken pox these days. Where was that mess when we were kids? I know. That was, it was part of the fun was getting it, right? Yeah, it was like a rite of passage. Yeah. Just like polio, you know. Moms and smallpox. Yeah. I mean, the dang. Plague. Kids these days. Yeah, the Black Plague. Yeah. I mean, having those rats munching on your face. I mean, that, that was just part of the fun of growing up. But anyway, point being, my my daughter decides, you know, she's going to stay in my bed, in, my, in me and my wife's marriage bed. And uh, um. she's going to watch DVDs on a DVD player. And I somehow or another have to go get ready. And I go in the shower and I shower and I come out. And I notice the door is open in the bedroom, so I, I I run over and close it. And then I notice that my daughter is in my bed looking at my unclothed form, which she is which she has never seen in five years. Okay, I've always been pretty protective of it because of all my stuff because I just didn't feel right about exposing her to that that level of nasty. Okay, so um, anyway, I, I I freak out. I cover myself. Uh, with both hands, um, because that's <laughs> that's what's required. Not because I'm impressive, but because I'm fat. And I run into back in the bathroom, and um, 
after him, you know, I, I, I clothe myself, I come out, and I'm like, Jen, because Jen was the only person, my wife, that I knew to blame. <laughs> there was no one to blame but me, but I wanted to blame somebody. She go, and, and my daughter's just kind of looking, like, embarrassed for me. And she's still watching her DVD. And, and I said, Jenna, I'm sorry about all that. And she goes, <laughs> she's kind of laughing nervous. She was like, yeah, I was kind of like, yuck. <laughs> That's all she said. She's like, wow, I'm sorry, too. She says, I was just kind of like, yuck. <laughs> so there it is, folks. There it is. In case you were ever wondering what the great mystery is, it's yuck. So now you and Trevor have something in common, and and the fact that you've both told naked stories. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. At least my underwear's never been out in the front yard, though. <laughs> that I, know of? I, I buried a bag of poop in my backyard, but <laughs> yeah, a trash can of poo. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> all right, jo- uh, Trevor. Rather, what you got, home dog, or do you need to skip your weekly update? Uh, well, no, I'll, um, uh, one quick little update for anybody who's curious that, uh, Stolly has remained dead for the weekend. She'll remain so until oh. she's carted off to be recycled, but I did get a new car. So. Oh, good deal. What'd you get? Well, new to me. I had, I got a 2002 Pontiac Sunfire. Oh, so nice. Thir- 13 years newer than the, than Stolly was. There so. you go. So hopefully I'll get uh, a um, more reliable ride out of it. So huh. until I until I kill it. <laughs> well, we miss Congrats! It. We'll miss it. So you but, got a new uh, name for your car? Not yet. No, actually, I've asked my uh, my daughter to help me name it, and she hasn't come up with one other than she calls the van the girl traveler because it's my wife and the two <laughs> daughters usually go in it. So she said, "Well, you we could call that one the boy traveler." It's like. Yeah, it's not a very manly name, so we'll think of something different or yeah, better. I think vans are supposed <laughs> to be called that. What? Sissy cars? No, boy boy travelers. I don't know. It just seems like something that somebody that, anyway, it's just dumb. Baby bus? <laughs> wow. <laughs> there we go. There you go. Narthex right. is the equivalent of rebooting the show. So, um, uh, uh, well, I was, I was going to say that's what you should have actually, you know, when, when when Jenna, you know, when you when she saw you and you covered up, you should have just looked at her and you. Narthex. <laughs> <laughs> see, and and then see that would have given her a completely different outlook. See, because she would have been all like. I don't know what I just saw, but I don't know what I just heard. So she would have been confused on two I, levels. I would have broke her mind and her heart. Oh, goodness. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yay. Okay, so, John, what you got, dude? Hey, well, um, let me start this by saying I love, I love Christmas, okay? I love Christmas. I love it so much we just took down our tree last week, all right? So, so sue me. I don't wow. care. But, um... Because of our joy for the Christmas season, um, I have to store all that stuff in the garage, and I wanted to to do a project where I could get that out of the garage so I could actually park a car in the garage. That would be nice. So I decided to to, – what? I was going to say, what a concept, because nobody actually seems to park their cars in their garages. I know I don't. Yeah. (laughs) It's a French word anyway. I don't know what it means, but for us it it means – yeah, but um, anywho, I, I decided to put some 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 decking down in my my attic. Um, you know, it sounds like an easy job, right? Just yeah. nail some boards up there and 
Well, I, I got up there and, uh, you know, I had, had my wood already, had my, my decking ready to go and, and I'm up there and I'm thinking, okay, well, this, this is going to be quick. I'm going to knock this out in a hurry. Hmm. And so I'm in there and I, whoever built my house does not, does not know how to build a 90 degree angle or something. Cause the boards are all going all over the place and stuff. And so I had to get really kind of creative and I don't know what kind of studs they use. They're usually made out of wood, but I swear these things were made out of steel. <laughs> and I must have bought the wrong nails because they were like made out of lead. Uh, because every time I'd hit them, they'd bend. Oh. You know, the first one, you're just kind of yeah. like, oh, okay, I, I can deal with this. Um, and, and then the second one and the third one, I, I could probably count on one hand how many nails that I got in straight. And I only nailed five studs up there. So it was not a good night. And uh, James, have you ever performed a, um exorcism? Because I might need one. Um, no, but I know Mr. Miyagi can be of assistance to you. You know what? I didn't even think about that. Yeah. You should call him before you go to the spirit world. Yeah. Remember this. Remember the story of Saul, you know, right, right. Yeah. Well, I was just saying, I kind of got a little bit, I I might need to to get saved again after that. Speaking of getting saved again, I have one more weekly update. We have staff meeting today. (laughs) And, no, um, I'm not done. I don't care. And um, no. we started talking about Easter. And one of the pastors on staff is really kind of against Easter because they say it's pagan. And um, <laughs> it was you. No, <laughs> they say it's pagan. And I was like, praise the Lord for pagans. I love pagans. Without pagans, we wouldn't have Christmas trees. We wouldn't have <laughs> Easter, but we wouldn't have nothing fun. Holiday Christian holidays would be terrible if it was not for the pagans. So hats off to the pagans. I just want to say uh, none but love. So get saved, though, for real. Okay. All right. There we go. Jesus moment is over. <laughs> What's a, what a Nobody's listening podcast. Coming to a theater near you. Rated G for giggles and glee. One of the many tools of the devil. Oh, no. Okay, it's time for the LBB of the week, which very well may be me for chomping John off at the uh, at the neck there. Yeah, that was kind of random. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, John loves me, so he can get away with it. Uh, hey, I, I was up in the attic, and uh, that's that's where I usually sleep at, as a bat, just so you know. <laughs> Hi, all. Just finished listening to episode 134, where the magazine Highlights for Children was brought up. Yeah, I didn't know if anybody else would remember that. Just men- Just the mentioning of this magazine caused a little bit of tucked away rage to emerge. The only reason I ever wanted to look at those magazines was for the pictures... That would have all of the hidden objects in them that you could search for. I remember that on the covers and stuff. Mm-hmm. As you mentioned, the only place I ever saw these magazines were in doctors and dentist offices. My nomination for LBB of the Week is any kid or their parent who actually circled the hidden objects on the magazine, spoiling it <laughs> for anyone who would look at it after them. I bet those, those are the people who grow up and like to spoil the ending of movies for other people as well. Thanks, oh. Dash. I agree. LBB of the week. People that circle and spoil anything like that, but especially highlights. Wait, 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 wait. Now I circled all the answers in my high school textbooks. Would I be an LBB? Uh, only if you didn't. Only if you did the ones that were in the back of the book already. No, I'd like underlined everything. <laughs> no, no, no. See, now you, you'd be an LBB if you highlighted and circled all the wrong, wrong answers. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them might have been wrong. 
be like, hey, I found sure. It's like, oh, this is easy. All this the answers are awesome. right. do... Sorry, you got an F. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I might have helped my sister through high school that way. Oh, boy. Uh, what's Indeed. she doing now? I'm having kids. <laughs> oh, I don't want to say anything because we'll get emails from people. What do you mean having kids is a full-time job? <laughs> For her it is. She's got five. <laughs> wow. 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 That's wow. awesome. Uh, speaking of awesome. Who, me? <laughs> Who, me? <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, it's middle school drama in case you didn't know. Hey, James, John, and Trevor, I have not sent anything in for a while, so I thought I'd send in something that happened to me yesterday. My church shoots funny videos for our announcements, and last night we were shooting a video for a Valentine's banquet we were having. The video is a man that forgets about the banquet and is home relaxing. He reaches in the (laughs) fridge to grab a Snickers bar when his wife tells him she's ready. He remembers and stuffs the Snickers bar in his mouth and it's a spin on the Twix need a moment commercials. At the end, we have to lock arms like a w- wedding when they drink champagne. Apparently, he is in the video. We neglected to say that. And apparently, this yes. other girl is in the video. Okay? So this is yeah. for people at home to follow along. At the end, we have to lock arms like at a wedding. And they drink champagne. When they drink champagne, and, and then they eat the Snickers. So I guess they're talking about like the cake where they cross arms. Okay. Right. I, yeah, I, it took probably. me a moment because my mental image was in walking down, and then all of a sudden they had champagne bet randomly. <laughs> yeah. You know, here comes Drink the bride. She's already cracked open the bottle. But anyway, <laughs> that alone was awkward, but the girl's ex-boyfriend was there watching me do it, along Whoa. with his parents, who were the ones that wanted them to get together. <laughs> so all in all, it was a very awkward evening. Need a moment? I know it sounds a little middle school drama-ish, but we're both in high school. But a mature high schooler would say, James, I don't care if you put this in middle school drama. Metamorph 14. P.S. John is the best. Hey! Yay! Hey! What is that, Crizzle? Hey! Get that thing Ooh. off my show. Yeah. Metamorph 14. You're my hero. <laughs> Was that the right name? I can't see the show notes. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what's up, James, Trevor, and John? This was really embarrassing. Just saying that was? <laughs> <laughs> this was really embarrassing. <laughs> it was time to go back to class from lunch, but me and my friend were finishing up in the bathroom when he started to fix his hair in the mirror. So I started to make fun of him fixing my hair like a girl and posing like some model or something, and he joined right in. Right in the middle of the girliest poses in the world, we turned to the right and saw the vice principal in the doorway. He gave me an awkward look and said, uh, it's time to go back to class. So me and my friend couldn't stop laughing all the way back. Well, hope this makes it on the best show in the world. Cody. Yay! It did. It made it on the show. Cody's our hero. (laughs) It's so awful. (laughs) I know I hate it when I'm doing my hair. (laughs) <laughs> and like oh, a girl yeah. I wish I could I, I gotta hair. say I've never done my hair in a school bathroom so that is a little girly I gotta say never have I've popped zits in the bathroom mirror I have looked at my face and said I know that n- now I know why no girl will ever go out with me in the mirror um, I've, <laughs> I've looked at myself with a very confused look on my face when a grown a principal asked me for to help him get a roll of toilet paper from the next stall. 
once. <laughs> and then and then rather than letting me hand it under or over, he opened the flipping door. <laughs> Why? He Aww. had a suit on. Everything was okay. It was like a movie toilet squat, you know, like where everything's okay. But still, I wish you wouldn't have told me that story. <laughs> now you went to private school, so you know. But I go to public school. Whenever something like that happens, I have to tell everybody. That's <laughs> you, you get to keep it to yourself. That is the benefit of private school. Hello, James, Trevor, and John. I got an LBB for you. So here it is. Dang it, I put it in the wrong section. Uh, well, at my school, there is an assistant librarian, Mrs. Gucci. Everyone call. I hope I'm not saying that wrong. Gouch, grouchy. I think it's grouchy. Everyone calls her Miss Grouchy though because she's known for being really mean and grouchy. Really. Well, one day at inside recess, I fell on the floor because my classmate ran into me and got straight back up. So it looked like I was just on the floor by myself. She yelled at me. Next, I was getting scraps of paper from under my desk, and she said she would send me to the office if she saw me on the floor again. I'd like to see that write-up slip. (laughs) (laughs) Found on the floor. Bring mom and dad down to the office, and, okay, what did my daughter do? Well, see, she was on the floor. She was on the floor twice. We we don't allow that in our school. That is against the law. Aren't all the kids on the floor? Yeah. This is Hogwarts. (laughs) We will not stand for that. Leviosa. <laughs> Lungarian Leviosa now. Okay. Uh, Is that from some movie or something? Oh, shut up, John. Wow. <laughs> I don't so, even like the John's movies. John's so innocent. I I'm just kidding. I know. I have from- Jesus all up in my heart. I have two Jesuses. That's all I am. It was in Total Recall, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I saw Harry Potter. Necto. All right. Uh, well, I got my revenge without doing anything. I love this part. In my in the library, she sat on a table, and my friend and I were laughing quietly because the table was bending under her. And then we hear a crack, and the table <laughs> broke under her. LOL, Jocelyn. She made a little emoticon. <laughs> Yeah. So she got her revenge without doing anything. You didn't get revenge. No. Sorry. God did. Yeah. <laughs> one of the one table of, did. One of John's Christ's did. Hey. <laughs> uh, leave leave my religions out of this. Leave my Lord and Savior Lucifer out of this. <laughs> Five points, Gryffindorf. <laughs> Gryffindorf? Whoa. You just I lost. I don't watch points. the movies. <laughs> Gryffindorf. <laughs> That's what they call it in my world. <laughs> up there, Terminator world. Up there, where it's the the, the philanderer's stone or whatever, the philosopher's stone, whatever. I don't know, the pedophile stone. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna listen to Trevor try to tell the story while we mock him relentlessly. We'll be right back. It's the Red Boy Podcast. You know what you're talking about. Little morons in the world. Like we need it. We are here. Amy, how are you, my love? Nice to see you again. It's the Red Boy Podcast. From the cornfields. Featuring the best part of the show. Podcasting like they need it. Your window onto the boulevard of the cornfields of central Illinois. That's right. It's the Red Boy Podcast featuring Absolute Amy. 
featured story. All right, we're back. It was the longest break ever. Uh, I'd be amiss before handing it over if I did not mention the wonderful folks in the chat room with us tonight. Uh, mention a few names. We've got about 34 people with us tonight. Marauding Moose, uh, Squish, J-Tree or somebody, Mr. Listening, Nufalufali, Pastor Mikey Wan, Shug, uh, Power Mom, um, bunch of good folks in there. Thank you for joining us. You can join us every Monday night, 930 Eastern, right there on nlcast.com slash watch. So do that, and you'll join a wonderful community, and you'll get to see a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. I mean, the people in the chat room will tell you there's a lot of stuff you miss just listening to the show. <laughs> That's true. We you, you should stop not recording the stuff that happens between. I know it. There's some comedy gold in there. I know it. We should start a premium version of the show where you where you have to pay a buck and you get all this extra comedy gold. So we have some great conversations mm-hmm. offline. Like for instance, we were talking about you. Yeah, you. The the one yeah. with the iPod headphones in? Yeah. You don't even think we knew you, but we do and we were talking about you and it was How awesome you are. And it was it was not good. Yeah, I'll just we're say this. By the time we were done making fun of you, we were playing this sound. That's how bad it is. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, who's got featured story? Is it Trevor? It is. Yeah. Tre- Trevor emailed me and says, dude, I got a weekly update. It's so awesome that I need to make it a featured story. And never, I don't think, have we ever done that except for me. Maybe we did that yeah. for me once. I think the well, lock, it- the lock yeah. thief was one. And it wasn't even my story. It was somebody else's story. So... Take us, take yeah. us to the world. And, I was going to say, and the apology that we did a couple weeks ago, that was uh, within, the, within the week, so that could have been a weekly update. Ah. So you started the trend. Yeah. I thought the apology was from like a long time ago, though. Well, it was Christmas. Oh. And uh, it was, I don't know. It was, I, the apology was about John's mom, right? No, the, the Walmart dude. Oh. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Wow. Am I the only one of the three of us who actually pays attention? You're to like a walking show? wiki, dude. Thank you. <laughs> He's a wiki rat face. Man. That's wiki, not wiki. Funny. He's a wiccan. <laughs> oh. No, I mean heathen. Heathen, heathen is pronounced heathen. <laughs> Pagan. All right. Pagan. So uh, what, what, what is this? I can't wait. Well, this actually happened today. And it was um, when I came home today, my wife recounted the story to me. And, and the first thing I did was I looked at her and said, you have so given me my weekly update. And then I thought about it. It's like, you know, that's a pretty good story. And I, I didn't want to be compressed into my weekly update time and have James all interrupting me and then yelling at me for taking too long. Yeah, so I figured I'd yeah. take a big spot, you see. Good deal. <laughs> big spot. Awesome. Yes. I'm, I'm, pumped. I, I'm stoked for this. I'm waiting. I got popcorn. Not really. I wish I, <laughs> not really. I have a, really, I have a drumstick. Like a that you beat a drum with? Yeah. There was three options. There was a chicken drumstick. There was the drumstick that is a ice cream. And then there was the literal stick that you hit a drum with. So you guessed correctly. Excellent. So I will preface this with saying that um, that my youngest daughter has been growing in her mobility. Um, so, and she, she's getting tall enough in order to reach, you know, taller and taller things, even though she's my child and can, she can still reach <laughs> well, some when things. Well, you have a midget dad 
Everything's uh, built to scale, right? <laughs> I mean, don't you guys have smaller counters and stuff? <laughs> we didn't build a midget house. Oh. <laughs> well, I don't want to call it midget. I should say little person. Trevor is Which, not. If, well, your mom, your, I mean, your wife's normal size. I mean, sorry, typical size. <laughs> so, yeah, that would be a little awkward. Awkward. Mm-hmm. No, my wife is about an inch shorter than I am. Really? So yeah. Dang. Yeah. And you ride a motorcycle. Tall? Well, yes, she does, yes. <sighs> like a little what? one, right? <laughs> no, I'm being... One with a little lawnmower edge I'm, not, it. I'm not trying to be funny, for real. <laughs> you were right. I mean, it's like, it's like ones that you plug in. Like the power wheels. <sighs> oh, man. It has, it has three wheels and has pedals on the front wheels oh. on a motorbike. All right. I'm, I'm sorry. Continue, Trevor. Your your daughter is getting big on a scale. I was going to say, as, as a sidebar to that, the uh, the other day I took my, my oldest daughter to school, and uh, she stepped up to one of the boys in, the, in her class, and she said, Daddy, he's five years old, the same as me, but he's so much taller than me. And I looked at her, and I said, you know why, dear? She says, why? Because I'm your daddy. <laughs> I hate but anyway. you, Daddy. I hate you. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he was on a on a step or something. No, no. <laughs> but so our our youngest daughter and she's been she's she's gotten into her head like she's gotten enough of um uh her understanding has has reached to a point where she's understood that if she wants to get to areas where we she do, we don't want her to be in that she's tried to be a little sneaky around about things. Mm-hmm. So she, she has this little um uh this little chair that we used to sit her at at a table out in the living room where she'll, you know, work on stuff or, you know, at, um, you know, eye level when she's working at it kind of thing when she's sitting down. But if you're not watching her, she'll take this little je- this little yellow chair and she'll cart it off to her room and try to get into things that she knows she can't reach other ones. <laughs> she's smart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So today, apparently... My wife was, you know, busy making supper and and uh, dealing with her other uh, our other child. And, and and the chair itself is actually, as my wife has just reminded me in the chat room, is is used for therapy because you know that's one of the things that we're working on her with is sitting with at the ninety degree angle with her legs and stuff and, and working on on a table type thing. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so she carts this chair off into her bedroom every now and again. So today, when my wife was working on supper, she carted this chair, this chair off unbeknownst to my wife. And so, you know, she's in a room playing and, you know, we, her, her room is childproof. I mean, like there's nothing she can reach without a chair that she's not supposed to get into. So it's okay. Mm. However, my wife suddenly hears her giggling in there, which there's two, there's two signs that she's gotten into something that she shouldn't be doing what she's doing. Either A, She's giggling her face off, or B, she's completely quiet. Completely quiet. <laughs> Either of these two things is a warning sign that you need to go check to see what she's up to. <laughs> now, <clears throat> excuse me. So in her room, she has this, this low dresser, this big, long dresser, and Notice we the, put things... everything's little, short, and long. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Sorry. Ah. Uh, so, 
she on her dresser is where we put the things that she's not you know that she can't get to because she can't reach on top of the dresser. Like on there, we have her baby monitor, her uh, her wipes, her diapers, her uh, fish tank, you know, any or any toys or shoes and stuff that we put off to the side. So today, my wife hears her giggling in there. It's like, hmm, I should go check on and see what's going on. So she walks into the room. Now, what she has greeted with, how is the fish tank is still there because oh. it's a very heavy fish tank. Oh. However, Uh-oh. the the top of the fish tank is, you know, it has the cord that goes to the light. It is kind of <gasps> dangling off to the side. Oh. And there, standing in the fish tank. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> my daughter. <laughs> she was finding Nemo. <laughs> He's in here somewhere, by God. <laughs> <laughs> She's standing in the fish tank. There is there are fish tank rocks on the floor. The the the, the plants oh, out of Lord. it are on the floor. Lord, Lord. <laughs> there there are fish swimming frantically around her legs. <laughs> are we supposed to eat this? <laughs> well, we have one of those algae eaters. So I was wondering if maybe you know she was having a bath and like her hair. Was soaked like she she had, oh she literally gosh. stood into it to sit down into it and was starting to water, have a bath. Water must have been oh everywhere. Goodness. Oh, it was it ever. Oh my <laughs> goodness! I mean, I'm 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 glad the fish were quick enough, or else she probably picked them up and start using them as soap. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Ducky, that is awesome. So, what about but, the yeah. power? I mean, did did the top have power? Like, yes, for uh, the light. Uh, did, was yeah. was there a short in it? No, no, no. Oh, uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Worked on general electric stuff. Because, <laughs> you know, you're, oh, you're short cute. and all, you know. Uh, yes, I, I've been informed that both light bulbs were no longer functioning at this point in Good time Lord. in the uh, in the tank. <laughs> but if it, wasn't, if it wasn't for the fact that my daughter was precariously perched Standing in, in, in a 10-gallon fish tank, my wife would have ran it off and got the camera. However, at this point in time, the immediate result was, oh, my goodness, my daughter's standing in a fish tank. Lord. Well, I, and at work, she had texted me. It just, you know, it's like, oh, you know, I found, you know, found her in the fish tank. You know, what a mess. And she's gotten up on the, on the actual dresser before uh-huh. and, you know, like stuck her hands in it. It's like, oh, she got in the fish tank. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes a bit of a mess. <laughs> she's saying, no, she was, in the fi- she was in the fish tank. Well, what do you mean fish in the fish tank? It's like, it's like she was in the fish tank. It's like, how is that even possible? <laughs> well, she, got the, she got the chair. It's like. And I mean, there's a missing step here, <laughs> but oh, yeah, there was water. There was water on the floor. There was water on the dresser. There was water behind the dresser. There was plants. There was little archways that. <laughs> and I bet one. I bet her diaper was about 500 pounds and swollen. Well, up. at least half the ta- half the tank. Of, <laughs> half the fish, fish getting sucked in. in. The <laughs> That's why I have no pets in the house. <laughs> <laughs> apparently one of the one of the fish we had one of those little fake bridges uh you know that you put in the bottom type thing apparently one of the fish was found <laughs> she couldn't find this fish for the longest time and then she looked and it was actually hiding underneath the bridge its eyes are all big it's breathing heavy <laughs> it's like cloverfield for fish she's under the bridge <laughs> <Exactly>. with video <laughs> camera 
I love you. I love you too. <laughs> I wish I had seen that movie. <laughs> yeah, that might help a little, John. <laughs> so I will. Oh. Trust, trust me, John. It's okay. Ninety percent of the audience will find that reference very funny. Yeah, <laughs> in the bottom ten percent. That's okay. Oh, for, oh. for years the I mean, the, I mean, the old fish will be talking to the new fish about that that giant <laughs> baby that came in. <laughs> I remember the day when the giant foot came down. It was it was it was late January two thousand and ten. <laughs> Your cloud started sucking up all the water. At first, we thought she was just going to stick her hands in like normal. But then her other set of hands came in first. It was terrible. <laughs> it was a vortex heading toward her derriere as the powder was swelling and sucking in 400 times its own weight in liquid. We lost Billy. But I had enough sense to get underneath the bridge. <laughs> Figured I'd be safe there. So I'm alive today. I will never see Elmo the same way again. <laughs> Giant face on that T-shirt mocking us. It's horrifying. <laughs> I'm still afraid okay. to go upstairs to get food. I have to wait till it floats to the bottom. How comes my fish sounds like uh, George W. Bush? Anyway. <laughs> Thousand paws of light. There was shock and awe of feet and, <laughs> feet and paws and diapers. It was horrifying. It was absolutely horrifying. Well, I, could, I, like, I could just imagine because, like I said, there were plants and, and pieces of the scenery were on the floor. So I could just imagine just standing there. It's like, hey, look at this. Wee, whip. You know, wee. <laughs> uh, yes, it was quite the mess to clean up, uh, as, um, as I was told. And she had real bath later on, so she didn't smell like fish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering how much of that stuff she drank. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Or, uh, I, you know what would have been really see, hilarious if, if you would have, you know, changed your diaper and there was a fishy in there. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But I was <laughs> like, this is the danger of giving your kids goldfish crackers, right here. <laughs> they see they see real fish and they get hungry. They're like, oh, I wonder if that one looks like it's nacho cheese flavored. Mmm. So yeah. Oh man. <laughs> oh. So. I, I'm, I'm sorry you had that mess to deal with. I'm sure yeah. that was a lot of stuff too. See, I, well, I was I, I was at work, but my wife had to clean it up. I as a child, I used it. to look at the you know the, I, we had some some standards in our fish tank. One was the diver, you know, with the bubbles. That was really cool. The other was the little uh, uh, the chest that opened and closed. Yeah, and had the, the jewels in it, and I used to stick my hands in it and try to pick off the jewels because I thought they were real, but. <laughs> If I had talked, if I had just thought it through a little more, I could have just totally got in there and uh, and really took care of business. You could have done it. Well, I, I mean, I, I still can't comprehend the logistics of it because, I mean, like, it's a fairly tall tank. And I, I just – how she did that without tumbling off the side of the dresser, I have no idea. Oh, and, and on top of that – Apparently, the other uh, side of it was apparently, um, even though she'd only been in there for a short period of time on her own, one of her toys that she likes to play with uh, a lot, it's a, it's a monkey toy, one of those ones you hit, you know, hit a button and it dances type thing. Mm. Apparently, the monkey who was not in front of the, uh, the tank 
was also very wet. So my wife is surmising that she got mm. into the tank, played for a bit, got out, went and played with the monkey, <laughs> and then got back in. <laughs> Dude, that you need to sign her up for like gym classes. Or yeah, I just wondered if, if Jockey if Jockey Stowe got his start like this. You know, this could be the start of this could be the start of something new. This is the underworld adventure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You might want to call him and ask him. Look it up on Wikipedia. Jacques Cousteau's dead, but his son oh. is alive. Great, uh, great, awesome. If you look up, if you look up on the internet, everybody's dead. You know, Jared from Subway's dead. The uh, the original. He is he for real? No, he, no he's not. But oh. if you look on the internet, you can find a, a memorial site that says he is. All right. <laughs> Time to reboot the show. Hey, let's do some of this. <laughs> E-N-V mail. Thank you for calling. All right. Hey, Trev, Clobberenstein, and, and James. This is The Real McCoy, and I have a story for y'all. This is pretty good. I go to a real school instead of being homeschooled. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> <laughs> and the new learning environment has been interesting. Uh, my favorite teacher is Mr. Mahoney, slightly not. He's a slightly odd history teacher who actually keeps swords in the class closet for quote unquote Greek, the Greek unit, supposedly. <laughs> anyway, the Greek eunuch unit. Oh, yeah, that's even worse. Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> there's this kid in my class who, how do I put this, is a beer short of a six pack, a few fries short of a happy meal. I don't know. Anyway, Patrick is his name. I'm Patrick SpongeBob, and he has asked <laughs> he has asked for the definitions of several words in class. The first time he asked Mr. Mahoney what sacked meant when someone would say some Viking sacked a town or the quarterback got sacked. Well, Mr. Mahoney recently read a book about how to better communicate ideas to visual learners, so he called up Patrick and proceeded to reenact a football play and tackle Patrick to the ground. These, Seriously? Yeah. These violent explanations happened a couple times in the ensuing months over a few more words such as shunt, shunted and assassinated. <laughs> <laughs> that one must have been fun. And then we got mm. to the history of Israel unit, and the real fun began. We were talking about God's covenant with Abraham when Patrick asked, Mr. Mahoney, what does circumcise mean? Well, oh. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Mahoney proceeded to his closet, pulled out one of his swords, and says, Do you really want to know? And the entire class burst out laughing while Patrick's face turned bright red. Anyway, keep up the great work. Caleb, Caleb, I'm going to tell your mama you you sent that in. I tell you what. Caleb, you ought to be ashamed. <laughs> that was funny. That was very funny. Hey, NLCast crew, just working my way back through the past episodes. Listen to 116, The Can. As usual, the stories were great, but in this one, I can relate. Wonder how many other first time dog owners can. I had a 33 gallon plastic garbage can that I used for storing the scooped matter. It wasn't long before I realized I couldn't do anything with the can. See, that's the problem. Is that that stuff's wet? It gets heavy quick. I couldn't remove the bag. That was my problem as well. What I wouldn't do, what what would I do with it if I couldn't remove it? I really didn't feel like leaving it out for the garbage man. So oh. yeah, I couldn't either. I couldn't fathom. I couldn't get it to the garbage side of the road. So anyway, it got worse and worse more added and it became composted yeah i told you about the uh the white 
fungus that yeah. grew. Yeah. yeah. No, you don't have to do it again. Stuff. Stuff it. It was it was Water. several colors in, in the caramel color that was Nux. just in there. Really. Uh, it was like it was like that. nougat. Anyway, as as any good man would do, I solved the problem. I buried it in my backyard. Hallelujah to you. That's what you have to do. I dug a deep hole and filled her up. Yeah, I also had to remove the plastic bag, not because I felt guilty, but because I feared it would keep it from decomposing. And that's exactly what I did. I was afraid it would actually blow up and burst, and then there would be fire, and people would think aliens were in my backyard. But that's probably not a valid theory. I probably I probably wrapped that bag in about four other bags, and I chucked it in the garbage. We haven't moved yet, but the years have passed, and I still know where that spot is, mostly because of the large swale where the ground settled after time. Um, next time I'll know better, and now I do know better. We don't have a dog. Kale, a.k.a. Cabbage. Thank you, mm. Kale. Kale is another word for cabbage, by the way, in case you didn't know. Hey, James, yeah. Trevor, and John. First, I want to thank you for your endless hours of humor. Man, I have listened to all of the back episodes, and I've cried and wet my pants on more than one occasion. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's exactly the opposite effect we want to have. On <laughs> if you hate the show that bad, quit. Pee- don't pee on your iPod on our account. It's a real blessing to me to have you accompany me, especially now, as I'm beginning my senior college thesis and spend hours on the computer writing. See, that's your problem. That's not our fault. You need to get up, take a break, and go to the bathroom. <laughs> Stop working on your thesis. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Quit working on your thesis and go work on your feces. See, there's the joke that you were waiting to say, John. Anyway, here's my story. I'm blind. Uh-oh. I'm blind. And I found that laughter is therapy. Okay, let me just say this right now, ladies and gentlemen, all you middle schoolers out there, this lady is blind, and her writing and capitalization and her spelling and her everything is impeccable. So what's your excuse, sighted people? I just want to know. Word. That's a little bit of a, that's a little bit of a wake-up call to you middle schoolers. What are we what is my what are my taxes paying for for you to send me Krizzle in a Krizzly way? Anyway, my dad and I went to MN. What is MN? Minnesota? Minnesota. To visit family a few summers ago. Since the family owns a pontoon boat, my dad and I decided to go fishing. After showing me how to cast the line, showing me, see, it's a blind joke show. Anyway, uh, can I see that? <laughs> anyway, oh. we sat back and struck up a conversation. After some time, I got a huge bite on my line. My dad told me to begin to slowly reel in the line. As I did, my dad began to shriek, No, 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 don't move! I immediately froze in place. I couldn't imagine being blind and not knowing what to do with that. Oh, Anyway, I immediately froze in place. After letting my dad take the line, he told me to turn and face him. I did. He took my hand, placed it on his head. I wasn't sure what he was doing. I soon realized that the line never made it out into the lake. I know. I had cast my line and caught my dad right through the nose. No, I'm kidding. I did that oh. for John. I did that for John. Uh, oh, I caught dude. my dad's straw wide brim hat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I had to give John. The, I had to give John the payoff there. Sorry. <laughs> mm, thank you. Uh, I just imagine a hook embedded in this, this poor gentleman's head and blood scrape, and scrapage. My hands are starting to go yeah. numb now. He looked. <laughs> and this game's passing it. It's getting cold in here. He looked like a garbage pail kid, peeling, <laughs> peeling. Okay, well, there was, and then she says, then there was this time my best friend and I were at a convention. We decided to meet early one morning for breakfast, and since we're both on two different hotel floors, we agreed to meet on my floor by the elevator. It was 6 a.m. I got ready and began to stroll down the hall, searching 
for the slight hum of the elevator. After pacing around for 25 minutes, my friend, let's call her Lucy, came up behind me. Since Lucy, too, was blind, she laughed at me and said, oh, so you're looking for me. I explained to her that I was pacing around for quite some time searching for the elevator. She laughed and said, yeah, I thought that was you pacing by me several times, humming to yourself. I'll write soon with more of my life stories. Peace, Claire. It's nice to know that uh, unsighted people have a great sense of humor, too. I would be jacking yes. my friends all the time. As it is, I am sighted, and if I did so, you would all beat me senseless. It would be heartless. So, How could we be so heartless? All right, that's kind of a long one. Let me see. <coughs> hey, folks, it's Travis Wheeler. The other day we were doing a, a lab in chemistry that involved heating mineral oil with a Bunsen burner. The oil is mm-hmm. obviously flammable, so we had to be very careful. Right before we started the lab, a voice came over the intercom saying that, and it told everyone they were testing the fire alarm system and that any fire alarm should be disregarded. Of course, someone right at that time heated the oil too much. It burned into flames, burst into flames, although uh, it, 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 it melted the clamp and the stand's plastic handle. And, <laughs> and luckily, though, there was nothing else flammable around, so it quickly subsided. But it was really ironic that we caused a fire <laughs> when they told everyone to disregard our fire alarms. That that would be like people that drive into a ditch uh, following a GPS, you know. There's a road here. It says so. The Turn left, left now. The Turn. nice lady okay. said to go forward. It's like, hey, hey, I'm burning. I'm on fire. No, no. Ignore that fire alarm. That's like one time I was in a worship service, a youth worship service, and everybody was just worshiping and doing their thing. Fire alarm goes off. Everybody just stands there. Uh, and I'm like, guys. Is that good? Yeah, it was like, I want to leave. I really want to go. Are we, you know, are we stupid? Are we fate, full of faith or what? But I actually wrote an article about it later on that night. A, a very uh, onion-esque type of article. <laughs> and I just, I really <laughs> felt the fire, the fire of the Holy Spirit on me that night, you know, and just stuff like that. It was really funny. Anyway, hey, my name's Hannah, and I'm a semi-new listener to your show. So you're like Optimus Prime. That's so awesome. Semi, get it? Yeah. <laughs> semi what? That was a bit of a catch. A semi-new listener. I've semi-new. been listening. What? Semi, semi-new. Semi-new. Yeah. <laughs> semi-new. New. I've been listening for two months, and I'm on episode 90, <laughs> trying desperately to catch up with you guys, but I'm also dreading when I get up to date because I'll only get one episode per week. Sad face. So... Mm. None of this is relevant to my story, so I think you'll get the point. If I'm lucky enough to have this red in the air, I'll just skip those stuff. No, I didn't skip it all. Didn't skip it at all. So, uh, eight years ago, when I was in third grade, I was an avid animal, animal lover. I used to think avid meant not very much. And I used, to wonder why, <laughs> I used to wonder why people would say avid and then whatever. And it's like, why would you mention something you don't really like that much? Avid does not sound like a lot to me. It sounds like a little bit. I'm an avid skier. Sounds avid like you just... Tar. Every Yeah, exactly. It's like you play with tar every now and then. Uh, by the way, I heard a great tweet. This is random. But it said, beta carotene. Carotene's been in beta way too long. Uh, go ahead and release a stable client, carrots. <laughs> this is great. So my mom was a kindergarten teacher, and every year her class would hatch chicken eggs. They'd bring it in an incubator and wait patiently for the chicks to hatch, and every year we'd keep the few that actually hatched. Out of a dozen eggs, we usually got between four and eight chicks. Yeah, the circle of life. Well, because uh, we ate the rest live. Uh, oh. One faithful year. I'm kidding. I added that. My mom and the preschool teacher, let's call her, whoa, her name is Louis. 
That's very close to Lucy. But anyway, one year, a particular egg had a couple cracks in it, but no chick hatched. My mom waited the whole day, but there was no progress in the breaking of the egg. So my mom called uh, in uh, called in Luis, and together they decided to help the chick in the egg by opening the egg for it. Well, let me insert a little word of wisdom to all the uh, oblivious middle schoolers out there. Don't interfere with nature. Always a bad idea. Gets you in all sorts of messes. Um, that's not always true, I just want to say. Sometimes, like when nature calls... You better interfere. <laughs> Go to the restroom. Anyway, instead of a cute little chick in the egg, there was a deformed tumor with a beak. Oh. Why did I read that? Yeah, wow. What's wrong? Because every animal story we <laughs> ever read. I got a sad face now. Yeah. No other way to describe it. Just then the be- lunch bell rang. It gets worse, people. Oh, no. Kids should be coming this way in a minute. The poor creature was in misery and dying, so the kids should not see it. Let's it scar their fragile five-year-old hearts. So Luis and mom came up with such a great idea. Stick the mutant into a Ziploc bag and then into the freezer. What is it with people and birds and freezers? This or any animal and freezer. Yeah, there was a, what, a hamster got put in a freezer one time or something? Yeah. What is it? And like a chihuahua. How's that great? Yeah, you wake up, you're suffocating, and then you freeze to death. There's no good. Anyway. Problem. Once the bag was sealed, the creature made a frightening advance. It started peeping. Oh! Oh! Why are you reading the story? No, I want to quit the show. I want to quit my whole show now. Somebody say Oops. Gryffindor for something. <laughs> hit the Narthex button. Oh, there yeah, we there go. go. Uh, hit, hit the the end. Love the show, guys. Keep it up. I'll try to catch up as soon as possible. Please do. Hannah. Hannah. Sorry, sweetie. I don't usually use this word, but we hate you. No, we don't. No, John told me to say that. No, he didn't. Yeah, yeah he did. He did. He did. I, did. <laughs> I hit pause and I edited it out, but he did say it. <laughs> I didn't. John, I can't believe you, man. You're supposed to be saved. <sighs> Goodness. Dude, God. I didn't. Yeah, I Hannah, don't. John hates <laughs> Hannah. I don't. Let's start a new segment where John tells everybody who he hates. <sighs> you know what I do hate? <laughs> People blaming you for stuff you didn't do. <laughs> People that steal <laughs> cable. <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, short of any voicemails that I didn't get to play this week, I didn't have time to go through and, and, and screen them. And I've decided to start doing that again because mm. uh, of, of things like this. Hi, James, Trevor, and John. This is, again, Michael. And James is Xbox Live buddy GiddyUp68. Okay, because I don't have any Xbox Live buddies. I don't have any buddies at all. I just want to make that clear. I've gone my whole life with no buddies. I have friends. I have acquaintances. I have people I talk to. I have pals even. But I have drawn the line at buddies. Sorry. If you want a buddy, you have to go get one of those many, many, many Air Bud clones out there with the little puppies. So I thought you said that you and Trevor were buddies. I thought you said you wanted to be on the show next week. Anyway, it's time for us to get out of here. Yeah. Well, thanks, John and Trevor. It's been an awesome one. Um, uh, should we tell the people pretty soon we're going to be doing a um, Valentine's Day theme show? So send yeah. in your Valentine's stuff, okay? We want to hear funny stories that have to do with love and rejection and embarrassment. Send those in. Things like that. You can call them in if you want to. Uh, 2095-NLCast. You can write them in to james at nlcast.com. 
Uh, follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash NLCast. And then get on the website, NLCast.com. we got forums on there. And there's been a kind of a forums revival recently. You'll be able yeah. to talk to me, Trevor, and John just about every day I get on that monkey. Uh, make sure you check out drawyourpicture.com and uh, all the great things that, um, you know. And join us tomorrow night, Tuesday nights at 930 for Geek Loves Nerds, the show I do with my wife for marriage and family type people. It's going to be fun. Thanks to Rob Gobers for our theme music. Thanks to let uh, for our spouses for letting us record. Thanks to our contributors and everyone but Carrillo. And uh, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Until next time, remember, next time you tell a funny life story, tell it like nobody's listening. It's never going to get old, people. Tell it like nobody's sponsoring. John hates Hannah. I don't. I don't hate anybody. I love all the people. I love everyone. I even love Jar Jar. I love you. I even love the fish out of the bridge. (laughs) Bridge fish. Bridge fish. Poor poor bridge fish. <laughs> the fish who lived. The other fish think he's like Harry Potter. <laughs> Can I see the scar? <laughs> <laughs> she who must not be named is coming back. Oh. <laughs> uh, I find it funny. <laughs> okay, we we have decided not to end the show this the, just this way. We the the last story was so horrid. So scary, so bad and messed up that John Steinklauber is uh, going to, in his typical innocent cherub-like way, he is going to, <laughs> um, he's going to create an ending for the mutant chick. So here you go, Tr- uh, take it away, John. Thank you. Um, and and actually, I'm, I'm just going to read it um, because the the chicken. Oh, this is, is real. This is yeah, really, yeah. This is real life. Right off the email. Dead. Okay. Has yeah, it has to be the way. So they were going to put the chicken into the fridge freezer uh-huh. and it let out the little peep and it says i'm not dead and so they open up the bag and they're like oh it's it's not a mass with a beak it's actually a baby tiny chicken and just had some stuff on it so all yeah. the stuff came off and it was like the the most beautiful chicken ever <laughs> and um the little chicken grew up and it won all sorts of prizes and and they took it to and a spider t- wrote its name in its web yes <laughs> And, and then it turned into a bat something. and flew away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it was all okay. Yeah. I like yeah. that story. <laughs> That's a nice story. And, and, and yeah, then it got married, met a rooster, settled down. And she and one night she tearfully told him, do you believe they used to call me a tumor with a beak? And he said, yeah, sweetheart, you're the cutest chick I've ever seen. <laughs> yes. And she said, it's not a tumor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Does that make everybody happy now? Hey. Yeah, it makes me happy. All right. Good deal. Thanks, Hannah. Important. Thanks for the story. That was awesome. Yeah. John still hates you, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. We've got a few episodes till she catches up and hears this one. So <laughs> we, we'll keep her as a listener for a little while. <laughs> Thanks, Hannah. We're looking forward to hearing how you killed your family next week. (laughs) Here, I got a funny story for you. My brother looked like a tumor with eyes, and 
So they stuck him in a plastic bag and buried him with a bunch of dog crap in the backyard. <laughs> the freezer sat six. Here's <laughs> <laughs> a big um, one. <laughs> I think if you put an animal in a plastic bag and put it in the freezer, you are a half step away from being a serial killer. I'm just serious. Mm. Timothy McVeigh did that kind of stuff, okay? <laughs> so anyway. All right. Good good ending, John. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. All right. Well, that ends our show again for this week. 